0: Clara gazed out the open window, overlooking the grounds to the road beyond, searching for the cloud of dust that always preceded the return of her parents and sister from the city. She had long given up begging to join them while they wintered in New York City, knowing her mother would simply give her that look again, and adopt that tone as she explained yet again that, "'You are simply too fragile. The air there would only aggravate your lungs and lay you up. It is better for you for your health,' that you spend the harsh winter months in the country where there are fewer people putting you at risk for something serious. It was a story Clara had heard time and again from her mother, how ill she'd been as an infant and young child. Clara herself had no memory of such illnesses, but the strict precautions to prevent a devastating relapse had been in place as long as she could remember. She remembered the joy she felt when her younger sister had been born, and Clara overheard everyone remarking on how healthy little Helen was. It had always been through Helen that Clara was able to enjoy the outside world. "'Miss Clara!' a familiar voice grabbed Clara's attention. She turned and looked into the rosy face of Trudy, her longtime nursemaid and governess. It was Trudy's arduous task to maintain Mrs. Davis's rules in the house while the family was away. That meant being the voice that scolded Clara whenever she pushed the boundaries put in place for her protection.' But while her mother continued to treat her like an errant child, Trudy did what she could to acknowledge Clara's frustrations. By the time Trudy had reached 23 years of age, she'd found her way from an overcrowded family farm in Germany, across a continent and an ocean to America, where the Davis family farm had earned her eternal gratitude and loyalty when they hired her to care for Clara. In her 23 years, Clara had only once managed to find her way off the Davis's large property, and for her trouble, earned a severe scolding and several unpleasant visits from the family doctor to be sure her health hadn't been jeopardized by the excursion. As Trudy shuffled across the room to where she sat, Clara reached out and pulled the window shut, taking care to secure the latch. I have no problem with you keeping watch, but you know better than to sit by an open window like that. "'Trudy scolded. "'She saw the expression on Clara's face, "'a mixture of resignation and disappointment. "'Trudy had her doubts about many of the precautionary measures "'her mistress insisted upon, "'including keeping the window closed in Clara's room. "'But she knew that Mrs. Davis had her reasons "'and it wasn't her place to challenge them. "'Catching Clara's eye, "'Trudy adopted an expression of mock severity as she added, "'What would I tell your mother if you fell?' a cold or some such ailment she'd expect whether the window was open or not, but a fall? She'd know the window was open and I'd be sacked. You don't want to see me sacked, do you, my princess? Or are you looking for another to guard your castle for you? Not even a fire-breathing dragon could be as fierce a protector as you, Trudy, Clara said with a smile before turning back to catch a glimpse of something, anything through the window.